0: Tonight we begin, or we continue, to look at the I Am statements by looking at I Am the Good Shepherd from John chapter 10. Uh, our speaker is Alejandro Esqueda, who lives in Houston, works for the Bammel Church of Christ as their Spanish preaching minister. He's been there since 07, 2007. He's married to Paulina. They have three girls, two of which are here tonight with him. They have braved and... As teenagers, I'm amazed that they decided to stay and listen to their dad, but they did. So Alejandro, come on up here.
1: Thank you. Why are you so... Yeah. That means uh, buenas noches in Spanish. (laughs) So uh, I really want to start telling you how how blessed I feel being here because for several reasons. One is that um, you guys are so uh, humble, so so nice. Uh, The way you welcome uh, uh, me and my family, uh, it's just amazing, number one. And second, you guys are the exception to the rule. Um, The exception to the rule, because this room filled with people is not quite often what happens in church on Wednesday nights. So uh, I am so proud of you, even I don't know you, but I am so proud of you that you take away this little time on your schedule to learn about God and fellowship with other Christians. That's, that is amazing. This is the exception to the rule. The other thing that I want to tell you, second, is uh, I have four things to say before the introduction to the sermon. <laughs> second, is um, no. This is the third, second, third, whatever. <laughs> the other number is that um, I have an accent uh, because I speak Spanish and English is my second language. So don't think that you are in a in a like in a National Geographic uh, documentary. <laughs> uh, no, that's my voice. That's my voice, and um, this is this is uh, what is going to happen. Four or five. Uh, <laughs> Cuatro um, o cinco, is that this is going to be a very short uh, uh, message. This is going to be a very short lesson. Uh, but I'm going to ask you that you keep the principles that we are, we are going to learn in your heart and start practicing them as soon as you get out of this, of this room. So let me ask you, how many of you... Do, do we have someone originally from Dodge City, Kansas? Anyone from Dodge City, Kansas? Yeah? Someone? No? Okay, Okay. almost. So it's safe if I tell you a story that happened there. Okay. Does anyone have relatives in Dodge City, Kansas? Okay, let's move to the Word of God. No, I I did my... When I was uh, studying theology, I, I did my internship in Dutch City, Kansas, and the purpose of uh, doing an internship in theology is that you learn principles from the church and from the Bible, so you can apply them later in your ministry, and I I don't remember any of them. I don't remember any of them, but I remember only one thing, one thing of my four months being there, and um, it's uh, the condition that I call MSX. MSX, manure smell extreme. <laughs> oh boy! I'm, right now, even I'm, I'm, you know, my memory is bringing those, those smells. Oh boy, all day, manure, manure. What is it? yeah, manure? Uh, uh, it's because you, you were like, <laughs> okay. Well, manure. It was, you know, early in the morning, breakfast. And before that, I used to be in, 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 in teenager's locker room. And that, I'm telling you, that's not that. It's worse. <laughs> Mid, middle, day, middle of the day, MSX. manure smell, three all day. So when I went back to the seminary, I told uh, one of my professors, uh, asked me, so what did you learn? What are you going to uh, apply in your ministry? I couldn't say MSX. I couldn't say that. <laughs> so I explained to him that uh, the only thing that I remember was the extreme smell to manure because Dodge City, Kansas is a, is a, a cow and sheep's, sheep uh, 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 place and, and, and they have a McDonald's too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they have a McDonald's too. But, but mainly that's, that's all that, that they have. So uh, he's, he told me some words that I will never forget. He said, You went over there to learn that sheep sometimes doesn't smell the best way. But the pastor, the shepherd, loves them anyway. And will be able to give his life for the sheep. And I thought, I could have learned that here. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that's how God makes Makes you think, makes you learn things. Uh, oh, I remember just the th- sixth thing uh, uh, that I wanted to to tell you, and it's uh, that there's two words that I have always had troubles uh, pronunciando pronunci- pronunci- in 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 English, and it's the word uh, F O C U S, focus, focus. All the time I have troubles with that because I, I'm afraid I'm going to say another word. <laughs> All the time, and the other word is sheep. Uh, Sheep. Because you guys that speak English, you have also for something that is not expensive, you have the word cheap. <laughs> and if you have a big boat, you call it a sheep. Why? <laughs> Why? In Spanish, if we have a boat, we call it barco. If you have a, a sheep, you call it oveja. If you have something that is not expensive, you call it barato. So why? (laughs) Someone from Dutch City can explain that? (laughs) So, uh, and then, of course, uh, Douglas contacted me and gave me the topic, I am the good shepherd. So I'm going to be using that word sheep a lot tonight. Uh, Let's read the word of God. And it says... Uh, chapter 10, verse, uh, verse 1, it says, Very truly I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs, climbs him by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the, sheep, is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he was, when he was brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them and, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure to speech, but the Pharisees did not figure out. Uh, did not understand what he was telling them. So Jesus told them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate of the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. And I say it again I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be safe. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life, and they have it to the full. This is one of the most amazing stories, and it is one of those stories that you can have, you can extract so many theological principles. There is one of the, the good shepherd is one of the most known figures among Christians. So I, I know that we cannot use 20 minutes to speak about the theological principles. So what I'm, I'm going to invest this time is to, to talk to you about three principles that I learned from Jesus being the good shepherd. Now, before that, we, we need to talk about uh, a little bit about sheep in, in the Middle East in the, in the ancient time. You, you know that it was it was the main uh, uh, the main uh, uh, source of uh, business. You will in the ancient times you will see sheep everywhere, everywhere. It's like today you see phones everywhere. Phones and teenagers and headphones everywhere, right? They, they walk, and they have their headphones, and they have their phone. And um, I have a theory about that, but I'm not going to spend time explaining that. Uh, but sheeps also were the source of food, not for everybody, but for the rich people. You know, the Bible tells us that Solomon will, will, will kill a 100 goats and a 100 sheep for sheep for uh, his banquets, every day. But one of the main lessons that we learned is that uh, sheep uh, were, number one, necessary for the economy. Because the economy, based, the economy of Israel was based on the temple. So the sheep were used for uh, trade, were used for sacrifices, were used and were sold for, for all, these, all these things. But the most important thing is that in order to become a pastor, you will have to fulfill three, three requirements. Number one, a good, chef, a good shepherd will always know his sheep. Always. Always. Yeah, I have seen this. I, I saw this in Mexico. You know, that there's uh, shepherds over there, and, and they will know each sheep of them. And they will put names to them, you know. Oh, this is the chupacabras. <laughs> but they will put names that, de- de- you know, define either uh, physical aspects of the sheep or behaviors, and they will know them. Uh, if, if I was a shepherd in ancient times or today, I will I will use uh, you know world leaders' names. Mr. Mandela, move. Or I don't know. I don't know. It was an inappropriate <laughs> joke in my in my head, and let's skip it. If you don't, if you if you can't imagine how this could happen, and and you can't travel to Mexico or either to Israel to see this sheep shepherd relationship, just go to Chick Fil A. If you go to Chick Fil A to the kids area, sit down there, grab your lemonade and your waffle fries, and watch how there's a group of mothers talking among them. Outside of the, kid, 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 uh, the kids' area. And they, were, they are talking about. Uh, but suddenly, a kid cries. Not all mothers will turn their head, just the mom of the kid that is crying. All the other moms will sit eating. But the kid, Wah! and the mom, the mom knows he, her kid. They're crying. So she goes and grabs the kid. All the other kids are, you know, a mess. It's a mess there. but but she grabs her kid because she knows how the kid cries. So we learn three principles, and then that's it. Quick lesson, we put it in practice. Is that a deal? Excellent. So first uh, requirement is that the shepherd should be uh, able to know his, his sheep, but also he should be able to provide for them, and also he should be able to protect them. So those are the three principles. if something you're going to remember from tonight is that you have a good shepherd and he is jesus Jesus is a good shepherd that he only he not only knows you that he knows your 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 faults your your sins he knows your qualities he knows your your skills he knows all the secrets that you have and you know what he's even able and desiring to give his life for you. He knows you. He knows us. And even because he knows us, he's able to protect us. You know, one of the, of the things that the shepherds should build was a, 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 you know, I don't know how do you call it, but it was like a barrier, a wall of, of uh, um, spinas. I don't know what spinas is. Thorns. Around where the where the sheep will, will, will sleep, and he will do that for to, for protection. There's a stories in the ancient uh, uh, in the ancient books of the Bible that tell us how shepherds will be able to even kill lions. I don't remember the name of this little shepherd, but he he, he used to kill lions and bears, and he also killed a, a giant. What was the name of this guy? David. 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 David thank you, and. Uh, He was a shepherd, and he was able to do whatever. Sometimes in in my Christian life, I forget that, especially when I have those weeks that are very difficult, like this week in particular, when things get really wrong, when you find people that are ready to point at you and, and destroy your hard work. Those weeks, when you forget that God is with you, that he's your shepherd. And that he's going to protect you. And that he's going to do whatever he needs to do. Even if, he's, even if it's die, dying, death, he will do it for you. Don't forget that. We tend to forget that. That his mercy, his love for us is so capable that even our mistakes doesn't make sense in his sight. Because he loves us profoundly. So my thesis is very simple. The same requirements for an ancient pastor or ancient shepherd are the same requirements for any parent today. The same elements, the same three elements necessary for any manager, if we have any manager here, if we have any person in in, in a position of leadership, the same principles required for a shepherd in ancient times are the same principles required for you as a mom, as a father, and, and guess what? As a minister of the church, as a deacon of the church, as an elder of the church. Same requirements. Number one, know your sheep. Know. That's why I love what you, what you guys do here. Because you are spending time in knowing each other. That's why you care for each other. When you don't know somebody, you don't care. You know, the secret for you to be a great manager at your home, at, at your work, is that you know your people. That they don't become just, just people that work for you and, don't, uh, and they do the job. But that you truly interest in them, in their souls. You, you know what I'm saying? And the same thing happens, happens here. So those, those are the three, the three principles. Uh, the pastor knows their condition. The, the shepherd Knows uh, his, his sheep. You know, I heard the, the case of, uh, of a church. It's not that I like gossip, okay? No. But I, I, I like to share stories. <laughs> so I heard the, the case of one church that, um, you know, they were debating, debating about a lady that wanted to baptize her son. And they were, they were in a very heated conversation among members and leaders. And, and, and uh, anyway, I heard that this lady, crazy lady, wants to baptize the son. And, and who does she think? They, the, because you know when we talk about people, we get all this, <laughs> who does she think we are? She, are, she is. And, uh, and uh, so it was heated. Neither the leadership, neither the members, nobody knew that, in fact, she was having a great deal of problem in her marriage. I mean, everyone was talking about the baptism and the stuff and things like that. But very few people knew what was happening in here. So a good shepherd not only cares for what the sheep provides, the wool or the food. A good shepherd cares for the sheep, for the person, for the individual. Uh, that's very important that we remember that as a as a, you know as a leaders, as a parents, as a as a husband. Um, so I, I think that's that's one of the things. But second, same principle. Know your sheep, but also uh, provide for them, uh, pr- protect them. is so important that we remember. We remember that um, why Jesus will give his life for for this sheep, for us. Why? Because we were so so. I mean, the shepherd does not die for his sheep just to serve as an example. Look, I'm going to die so you can die too. The reason the shepherd dies. It's because if he doesn't do that, the sheep is going to continue to live in darkness. So he's doing that as an act of love. Please, could you remember that? Could you please remember that in your dark, dark days, in those days that, that you feel that the sun is not even heating at all? Even if you live in San Antonio. You think, you know, I don't I, always rains on me. I don't know why. I always have bad days. Please remember that. He, he does, he, he, your shepherd, Jesus, not only knows you. You have nothing to show love to him or try to impress him. You don't have to. He knows exactly who you are. We can fool people. You know, we can fool people. I'm, I'm very spiritual. I heard one person st- t- t- telling me this week, just... Today is Wednesday. Yesterday, someone told me, I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a very spiritual person. And I didn't say it, but I think. I, I thought, you know, the demons are also spirits. So be specific.
0: <laughs>
1: See? Because you can impress God with your religion. I'm a very spiritual I don't miss one Sunday. I don't miss Wednesdays, even when Alejandro preaches. I'm there. <laughs> I don't understand a word of his, what he says, but I'm there on, on, on Wednesdays. Uh, but there's no way that we can impress him, because he knows us. He knows who we are. And you know what? still loves us. Like the wife or the husband, right? If someone knows you very well, is the husband or the wife and still loves you. If someone knows me, it's my mom, my dad. And guess what? They love me, even though I am both. <laughs> they love me. There's no way that they will stop loving me. So that, that's what I am asking you to remember all the time. Second, please remember that he provides for you. He protects you all the time from... Um, you know, there's many things that I want to, to tell you, but um, I want to make emphasis in the resurrection. Because he's not only the shepherd that dies. He's the shepherd that resurrected. And now he's this Messiah. He's the resurrection and the life. He's, it, it, it is his will and his choice. And he says in the Greek, I myself lay down my life of myself. This is, not the, the, this is not the speech of a martyr. This is not like a coincidence. He did it on purpose. Die for you. So w- when I read the, the, the story of the, or the analogy of the good shepherd, it comes to my mind uh, the Psalm 23. Remember Psalm 23? and I remember in, in Spanish, it's, la gracia y la misericordia. In, in Spanish, it's, the grace and the mercy follow you, will follow you, Every day of your life. So, if I need something in this life, it's grace and mercy. And, and you all know the meaning, the, the meaning of mercy. Mercy is, is when you deserve some, something, but instead of receiving what you deserve, you receive what you need. Right? It's like, I always use the, the example of the little kid. There's always a little kid in every church. Always. I, I know you guys don't have, because you... You, you have also that kid? We have like three uh, over there in Bamo. If, if you want me, I can send you one. <laughs> we have, all churches have that one kid. Yeah? That is running and jumping on the couches. Well, you don't have couches. You're too contemporary, guys. <laughs> you, you don't have couches. But the kid is jumping and jumping. And the mom is, Jimmy. Jimmy. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. And Jimmy doesn't care. And the mom says, Jimmy, if you're still running, you're going to drop that glass of water. And Jimmy, it's Gonzalez. (laughs) He's running away. Until the mom says, Jimmy, if you throw, or drop, or what's the word? Spill! Thank you, thank you. Spill that glass of water. You're gonna get in trouble, young man. Finally, three hours later. But okay, and, and the kid is running. He spills the water. And it was glass. And the kid starts crying because he's scared now. Crying and crying. And the mom says she sees that. She approaches the kid, and instead of you know, Mexican mom. (laughs) Instead of that, the mom gets there and hugs him. Guys, that is mercy. Little Jimmy here, he deserves a (laughs) pow-pow. That's what he deserves. But the mom knows that what little Jimmy needs is a hug. It's security. It's safety. is is. You, you know what I'm talking about? You, you see, don't, every day, every day I deserve some from God, some pow pow. Every you do too. <laughs> do, don't, don't judge me. You, you look at oh. <laughs> no, you too. You do too. But instead of that, he give us, he gives us his mercy. Because he's our good shepherd. He gives us his mercy. So the Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. And at the end, he says, the grace and the mercy will follow me, will follow every day of my life. I'm translating from the Spanish Bible that is translated from the Greek and and so and so. The grace and the mercy will follow every day of my life. And that's what... Follow us when the good shepherd... So it's interesting because the shepherd is... Uh, Jesus says that he goes in front, of, uh, in front of us. And the sheep follow him. And behind us is the grace and the mercy. So please, I'm going to ask you just one thing. Don't forget that he is your good shepherd. He, is, he knows you very well. And he's not disappointed of you. He wants the best of you. And second... He protects you all the time. He's your shep- shepherd. He probably will use some techniques to protect you, like some moms or some dads you, we use to protect our, our son and, and our, our girl. You know, modern shepherds, they use the little tag in the, in the, in the um, ear so, that, so the she- sheep doesn't get lost. I'm pretty sure that I, if I ask a sh- do you like it when they put you there this? Maybe, if, if she's a rock star or something like that, I don't know. <laughs> but mostly, we don't say, yes, I like it. Like those times when our shepherd takes measures to protect us. But also, don't forget that he provides for you. The Bible says that he will take you to special places where, where there's special pastures or, or, or special you know, grass for you. Don't forget that. Don't forget that in these times, when times are very difficult, when hostility is outside. we all here, we're smiling, we're having a great time, we're enjoying each other. Outside there's hostility. Don't forget that He's your shepherd, that He knows you, that He protects you, and He provides you every day of your life. Amen? Amen.
0: Thank you, Alandro. I appreciate that very much. Good words, good things to remember. The good shepherd, Jesus is a good shepherd. Next week, we look forward to uh, meeting and hearing Dr. Charles Ricks of Oklahoma Christian. He will be talking about, I am the resurrection and the life uh, from John chapter 11. Uh, John chapter 11, that should be a wonderful study. I've always heard good things about Dr. Ricks. Uh, my Andrew uh, had him in class I know several of our other students have had him in class and so uh, always a very good opportunity tonight we're done uh, a few minutes early and so parents don't go run off and get your kids quite yet let them go a little further in their class before you leave but don't forget them (laughs) okay so you know I'm saying both things (laughs) So enjoy a few cookies before you take off. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his face to you and give you peace. Have a good week.